all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason. You. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, an associate professor of preventive medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy with your preferred podcasting app. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio, the show about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I'm Dr. Allie Brown. I am a pathologist, and I'm here today with my special guest, Dr. Megan Clapton, who is a licensed professional counselor at Mindful Therapy in Ridgeland, Mississippi. She specializes in counseling and in bringing an approach of mindfulness so to traditional counseling. So an interesting um, twist and spin on things. People can all use some time to sort of have downtime and be still and things like that. And, and Megan tries to incorporate those types of, of therapies into traditional therapy. And we're so glad to have her here today, the royal we. I guess the we is me and... Me and, um, and Jay, Dr. Owens is out today. We are missing her. But I'm glad to have my friend Megan here today. Dr. Clapton, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I miss Dr. Owens. I know it. Well, we're going to have to let the show go on without her. Look, are you ready for the holidays? I, I don't know if I ever can be ready. <laughs> right. What does that mean <laughs> what to does be that ready? Mean? Right. Um, you know, I think either we're so excited, we're chasing that holiday feeling mm-hmm. of you know, wonderment from our childhood, or we are dreading holidays. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little mix of both with me. And they start the day after Halloween, mm-hmm. right? Like Instantly I'll- in your face, pumpkin spice, <laughs> peppermint mocha. Well, I'll take that part. Everything, holiday cups, The music, music is the part that gets me. Like, I went to pick up prescriptions like on November 2nd, the pharmacy was playing Christmas carols. I was like, can I, I just Mar- have a minute? Mariah Carey can be very triggering. <laughs> that's right. Oh Especially for retail workers. <laughs> oh, to- that's right. It's being yeah. pumped into their heads 24-7. So the holidays are here, whether we want them or not. And around that same time as kind of the holidays start, the time changes. Yes. Right? We start getting more dark. We get, And I can tell you from being in counseling for 17 years now, our phones ring more during the time change. Mm-hmm. I think there is something to be said for, you know, missing that hour of sunlight. You know, we do photosynthesize like plants and we mm-hmm. need that sunlight. And so a lot of people, myself included, get a little down with the time change. Yeah. And the leaves are falling off. Mm-hmm. I like green and I like sun. Mm-hmm. Like, give me hot. We're supposed to be going inward. We're supposed to be, you know, gathering together um, and, and and getting like warm by the fire. All those feelings of the holidays. I I see clients that um, sometimes have OCD. I see clients that have anxiety in my office. I see myself in the mirror. That <laughs> right. we you see your friend right here. <laughs> these, yeah, we have these feelings 
that we want, these holiday warm feelings, and maybe they're from childhood or maybe they're, you know, trying to recreate something we didn't have in childhood. But I can see that people are chasing this feeling of togetherness and what the holidays feel like. And and sometimes they feel sad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did what you see on TV and on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything looks perfect and everyone else is going to parties and having a great time and I should be doing the same thing. And, and we need to make room for sadness in our holiday season. We have to make room for grief. Um, we're mourning my precious mother-in-law um, this this holiday season is the first one without her. And, you know, that just, that's going to be there. It's mm-hmm. going to be happy and sad, bitter and sweet. And I think the older we get too, that's how the holidays become. And it's okay to have both, right? Mm-hmm. It's not black or white. It's it's okay. I have a good birthday cry. You can have a good Christmas <laughs> cry. And it, it's okay to have room for, you can um, be in grieving and enjoy the holidays at the same time. Well, we're going to talk today maybe about some tips or techniques or, you know, just how to be okay with who you are and with how you're feeling. Do you have these experiences during the holidays, maybe an uptick in anxiety or a touch of depression? Is it something that you struggle with on a daily basis that maybe it gets worse during the holidays. And what are some tips you can give us that work for you that we can pass on to our listening audience? So Dr. Clapton, you were saying you get a lot more calls when the, the time changes, yes, right? absolutely. Because <laughs> not only is the time going back, the days are shorter too. It's a compounded type of thing, it's right? It's a compounded type of thing. And there's so many expectations, especially this is a radio show for women. And so, you know, I'm going to address specifically, you know, to the, to the female audiences that, you know, we are the holidays, Mother is, you know, the turkey and the Santa and everything. I mean, it is so much demand on women for the holidays to get everything wrapped, to buy everything, to know the sizes of everyone, to cook all the meals or at least find people to help cook. Um, You know, I, I hope that people are asking for help, especially around Thanksgiving, that ask people to bring a dish ask for help. Say, hey, I would love to host, but I can't have all the food at my house. You know, ask for help. Women are overburdened, and sometimes we take on a little too much during the holidays. It's okay not to have a Christmas card this year. Oh my goodness, I haven't had one in like 10 years. I've never had a Christmas card. (laughs) I'm never going to have one again. I took a stand one year. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) And I'm so happy to get them, and I love love getting them. Please send them to me. But it is okay to not do a Christmas card. You know, that's yeah. one thing we can eliminate if we need to eliminate some stress, especially from women, because they're ju- usually the generators of let's get the Christmas card, let's get all the addresses, let's make sure everyone well, gets one. And you had to take the picture in September. Yeah, and, and what are they going to wear? wear right? yeah. <laughs> and everyone has to look happy. Um, so <laughs> Even though you're probably fighting and pulling each other's hair out the whole you time. You haven't even booked a photographer yet. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, um, you know, let this be your sign to let go of the Christmas card if you need to. Well, I like to ask for help. That's a big deal. It it goes in the same vein of saying no, right? Being Mm -hmm. able to ask for help, being able to say no. You don't have to be at every obligation. And delegate. Mm -hmm. Delegate. You know, you bring the turkey. I'll do the centerpiece. Everyone can come to my house. Delegate. Um, You know, most people are working and trying to have a happy holiday at the same time. It's too much for us. No wonder we feel overwhelmed because we're doing too much. And as soon as you're done with one turkey, you have to cook another one. Mm-hmm. Right? As soon as you're wrapping up Thanksgiving, you got to start making plans for Christmas. You know, and Thanksgiving, too, can be a big trigger. I just want to talk about this. Um, people that have uh, food issues, different diets, 
it's mm-hmm. a big trigger, you know, for vegans to come home and have that turkey sitting there and how to feel comfortable and not divided or separate from. Um, even people that have eating disorders, um, it's a big triggering time mm-hmm. for them. Um, people make comments on how much you eat or how much you don't eat. There's a lot of body shaming that's really subtle um, at, during Thanksgiving, like, you know, oh, you got a lot on your plate or, oh, do you really think you need a third helping? And, you know, those kind of phrases can be very triggering to people. Well, I'm just it's making me giggle. It's, it's very serious, and I appreciate it. I'm just thinking about, like, how these types of holidays bring the whole family together so all of the people that get on each other's nerves. Great, you get to all be in the same room together so you can all make comments toward each other. What a wonderful thing. And, you know, they um, in therapy we say your family knows how to push your buttons because they installed them. Oof. Let's sit on that one for a second, right? You know, yeah. they installed those buttons, and they know how to hit push them. And, you know, sometimes we're pushing each other's buttons and we don't even know we're doing it, right? So maybe being conscious of the words that may, or the actions that may come from you, you know, and I think about myself, like, are there things that I'm putting out there that maybe this year I can try to do a little less, right? Do your part. And sometimes we revert back to our roles in childhood. If we go to the family home or we, uh, you know, we revert back to things um, when we're with certain people. We take on our old personality sometimes. It's amazing how that comes right back, right? Yes, I'm always the little sister. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. If I'm not Dr. Clapton at the dinner table. Right. I am the little sister that, you know, always. And and part of that is one, too. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I am 12. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there are good things and bad things. You know, it's just uh, the holidays are a lot of demands coming from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Ourselves and what we think the holidays should be. It's coming from our families and our old traditions. It's coming from, you know, our friends, social media, Mm -hmm. television. Um, We have all different demands and making sure that everyone is happy during the holidays can make you miserable. Yeah, especially if you see that other people aren't actually happy. Yeah. <laughs> They're not appreciating all, this, all the stuff all you're doing, stuff. right? I'm banging for effect right there. This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio, and I am Dr. Allie Brown. I'm here today with my special guest, Dr. Megan Clapton, who is a licensed professional counselor at Mindful Therapy in Ridgeland, Mississippi. And we are talking about the holidays and how to best prepare yourself, not just by defrosting the turkey on time, but mentally prepare preparing yourself for the holidays to try to be your best self and to be able to cope with uh, all of the bells and whistles and this and that and the carols and getting everything ready and pulling out the decorations at the attic and having everybody over, etc. It could go on and on, right? On top of all the normal things you have to do anyway. And feel happy doing it. <laughs> and look great and feel happy doing it with your festive smile. You know, um, Talking about when I talk to my clients about the holidays, we talk about boundaries and setting up boundaries. Um, And, you know, it's okay to visit your family and stay in a hotel. I love boundaries, Megan. I love boundaries. Let's talk about boundaries. Now, your mom might have a bad reaction to it, but can you handle that? Yes, you can. And you Mm -hmm. can stay in a hotel if you need to. Um, It's okay to you know, Skype in with the family if you don't feel like traveling. You know, certainly COVID has put a spin on, you know, what the holidays are and and we want to be together so much. But I think also people are mindful of, 
you know, that the flu is up and there are people that are, you know, vulnerable, older people. So, you know, it's okay to to do how you need to do. Um, It's okay to have boundaries to say, you know what, this year we want to be with our our family and maybe let's meet on Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, giving different options is another really good tip for Yeah, because people have multiple families yeah. that are having, and I've been lucky in my personal life that like between my husband's family and my family, we've always, it's worked out somehow, like we've always worked it out. But I would imagine there are many people that don't have this luck. Absolutely. And, you know, I come from um, parents that are divorced, so we want to make sure we're spending equal time and see everyone. And you know what? It's impossible it's hard to be fair with your time and just coming in and saying the truth. Like we really want to see you guys, but we signed up for this. Is there another time during the holiday? Um, another thing about boundaries too, is that they call this a holiday break. We're about to have Thanksgiving break. Take a break. It's, it's for us to rest also. And there's not a lot of resting, mm-hmm. but when we have this time off to be with each other and, and to rest, we should take some time to rest. I love Thanksgiving because it encourages naps. Oh, yeah. Take advantage of the Thanksgiving nap. Napping is awesome, right? And you're talking a bit about eating disorders before. It also encourages like binging. Binging. It's right? binge. yes. the time of year where everyone has a binge eating disorder yes. for a well, day. And, and, and people just will throw around comments and, and not really know that someone in their family might be suffering from mm-hmm. an eating disorder or a, a food issue. Um, and and, you know, just being very careful, practicing careful speech and wanting to be kind instead of right is another good tip for the holiday. Oh, I like both of those. Careful speech. Let's think about that because sometimes it seems thing, you just the mouth opens mm-hmm. and things are just coming out. You know, especially for people when they're saying, oh, when are you getting married? Or, um, you know, my husband and I have been married for a long time. We're in our late 40s. Well, not, I'm not late 40s, but <laughs> yeah, give we're not having years. children. And people still ask us when we're going to have children. And, you know, that, that can be a soft spot for people. They might be going through infertility. They might, um, you know, be struggling that you don't know. So asking people um, seemingly kind of harmless questions can also trigger some you just don't know what's going on in people's lives even in your own family so i I would say don't don't talk about food politics when you're having kids when you're getting married when you're going to date someone there's a lot of assumptions there that um can happen during the holidays and people get kind of sensitive they'll be like oh i have to walk on eggshells there's nothing i can talk about there's really a lot of things you can like How's your job going yeah. or how's school or whatever is going on? There's so many positive things. Yeah. But what, what are you doing? What makes you happy? Like what's, I love that. what's I going love on that lately? Like what question. are you doing? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, hey, how are you? Which is fine. Like, hey, what's making you happy lately? What have, have you read any good books? What are you watching on TV? Um, you know, asking other questions besides really personal ones is, is always better. And you want to be kind instead of right. We can all get in a discussion with our uncles about <laughs> politics. <laughs> Certainly in the last few years, mm-hmm. it's easy to get into those conversations and hard to get out of them. And taking the stand of, I'm going to be kind to this person instead of needing to be right can help navigate some of those tricky little topics. Yeah, we've talked about this. I think we've talked about mm-hmm. it on previous shows, you know, about just the the amount of polarization that's been going on the past few years and how it can really ruin and has ruined relationships um, 
and uh, in, in families, frankly, you know, it's really uh, been very stressful. So yeah, it's not just not something you have to talk about because it's kind of like religion. Like if you're, you know, you're a hundred percent that you're sure that you're right, but so is everybody else. So it's like, you're not gonna be able to debate someone, you know, and out that, of we're that. We're not going to solve any political right. problems at Thanksgiving. So let's not try. Yeah. Like I appreciate we have different views mm-hmm. and we can still be cousins or mm-hmm. whatever we are. And, you know, having that careful speech, too, is being aware of who's around you, hot-button issues, and not making comments on someone's lifestyle. You know, a lot of people come home for the holidays, and they feel like they have to prove that their lifestyle choices, their diet, their dress, their, you know, use of pronouns, whatever it is, they feel like they have to prove themselves to their families. You don't. Just be yourself. You don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to prove love by coming to Thanksgiving. You can still love your family and not go to Thanksgiving. Mm, Absolutely. Are you going to be careful with your speech? Are you going to be caring this holiday and think about all those folks sitting across the table from you? I know you are. You will. I know you. You're going to do great. Call us with your questions or comments. Dr. Megan Clapton is here from Mindful Therapy. So what are some good mindfulness techniques that maybe we can employ during the holidays? Well, just I think just taking a break when you feel overwhelmed or when someone makes a comment or you can always, you know, take a phone call outside or go take a breath outside. Just go outside and feel the sun on your face, feel the temperature, if it's cold or hot, you know, uh, do a five senses check in, check in with what the things that you smell, you know, do you smell the pie in the oven? Do Mm -hmm. you, the things that you taste, you taste that you just had a pumpkin spice latte you know um do you what do you feel do you feel the wind on you you know what do you hear do you hear your family laughing in the background you know all of those things are easy to employ in the moment just to get grounded I talk about mindfulness sometimes like it's throwing an anchor down you know so when you're in your boat and the waves get kind of rough just like throwing an anchor down using that breath to just anchor in the moment regroup it gives you a little energy to move on with the rest of the day or it gives you an ability to whatever uncle bob said to breathe through and then come back in you know bob (laughs) yeah be the one to offer to go grab another bag of ice or something i'll go me (laughs) there's a great uh skit from saturday night live a, a few years ago where it's everyone's in the target parking lot Um, And it's people that have come home and they're with their families for Christmas and they're like, I need to go get something. (laughs) And everybody's just staring at their phone in the Target parking lot, like alone in their cars. And I think that's a great coping skill. You can go, go run to the store really quick. You can just sit and have a moment to breathe. If you're very overwhelmed, you know, grab your phone and get on YouTube and do a mindfulness meditation right Mm. there in your car. Um, Doing some four, seven, eight breathing, um, which is breathing in through your nostrils for four seconds, holding the breath for seven seconds, and blowing out your mouth for eight seconds. That four, seven, eight breath is very cleansing. It's very grounding. It helps your heart rate kind of lower, your blood pressure lower. So practicing that four, seven, eight breath before you walk in the door, you know, to after you've had dinner, Practicing that breath is a good anchor into the moment when but you're distracted. Don't practice it too long or you'll 
You'll go to sleep. Yeah, I, I like to do that at night. It like I'm having anxiety out. to go to sleep. It will take it you does. out. It's good. That means you're Absolutely practicing. will. That, awesome. That's a great b- bedtime ritual. We're going to go to the phone lines and talk to Kat, who's calling us from Mobile. Hey, Kat, good morning. Good morning, ladies. How are y'all doing? And gentlemen. How are y'all doing? There you go. Shout hey. out to Jay. Hi, Kat. I was just calling in regards to the topic and um, just, I guess, giving my coping skill or how I plan to cope with Thanksgiving issues with my family. Um, I have to have dietary changes. I'm breastfeeding and my baby may or may not have a dairy allergy, mm-hmm. so I'm off of all dairy. And my favorite dish is dressing, but you have to use milk to make the cornbread, so I can't have it. <laughs> but um, I've just been, um, I guess, just telling myself it's okay and letting my grandmother know and other family, like, I'm just coming to spend time. You don't have to fix me a special meal. You don't have to hurt yourself to figure it out because I don't even know what I can eat half the time. But I just want to hang out. I just want to spend time. Uh-huh. It's not just stressing that to them as well as I'm telling them, but it's for me, too, that it's okay if I can't have the dressing. I'll just go in a different room. You see, I was, already, I was already Googling an alternative <laughs> recipe. <laughs> I'm who you're talking to. Well, and not to mention, Kat, you are postpartum. You know, you have yeah. a young baby and you're breastfeeding. That's emotional and obviously itself. the baby's maybe crying a lot because there's some issues in the GI tract for why you're trying to keep the baby off dairy and stuff. So not an easy time in life in general, huh? No, it, it's been challenging. Mm. Luckily, he's a goofy baby. Um, but it's just, it's very weird. I can almost have dairy, but maybe not, um, because there's, there, they found blood in his stool. And so it's just the, let's see if that doesn't work. And breastfeeding is really important to me. So if I don't have dressing or pizza this year or next, it's okay. It's okay. I'll just remind him when he doesn't want to wash dishes. <laughs> you know, I love what you brought up about your mom and your grandmother wanting to find something. You know, our especially our family, especially moms and grandmothers, they want to problem solve so much and they want to help they want to help you have this, you know, Thanksgiving feeling and I love that you preempted that by saying, "Hey, don't worry about me. Don't try to find a solution. I I'm just here to see y'all." And that really is the point of the holidays is that we're just together. You know, talking about mindfulness, mindfulness is paying attention on purpose. You can practice mindfulness at the dinner table with your family just by looking at them and being in the moment. So what you're saying is that you just want to be mindful of the holiday and be with your family. So I just love that you, you know, have already told them, hey, don't try to problem solve. Yes. Women are guilty. <laughs> That's right. Well, you we want to fix. We want everybody to be happy. Well, I know everyone's going to want to hold that baby, and I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving, Cat. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks, Cat. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays Thanks. to you. Are you going to have some holiday issues? Let Dr. Clapton help you out and give you some suggestions. You want to nip it in the bud before it even occurs. Prepare yourself. Go armed with the skills that you need to have the best holiday possible and to bestow those graces upon others. We're going to do it. Thank you, Jay White, our excellent producer and DJ. I'm Dr. Allie Brown. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. I'm sorry, with my special guest, Dr. Megan Clapton. And this is Southern Remedy for Women. Girl, come on, bring (laughs) it on NPB Think Radio. And we are talking about how to equip yourself to have a the most happy and successful holiday you possibly can. Not a perfect one. It undoubtedly will not be perfect. 
And uh, what is perfect anyway? No such thing. Boring. Boring. Womp womp. So we're going to talk about something. We were talking about the break that's very important, and that is, you know, there are issues right now going on in the world. Finances are tight. Yes. Money's tight. Yeah. And what is one of the biggest stressors in any relationship or in life in general, and that's finances, right? Yes. Money. So what do you do about gifts? It can be a really, really stress stressful point it's for the very holidays. very overwhelming to know who you need, to, who you feel like you need to get gifts for, and who you want to get gifts for and and the expectations that your family has about gift giving. Or like they're going to get me a gift, so I need to get them right. a gift. Or I don't want them to have to get me a gift, so I'm not getting them a gift. <laughs> right. And, you know, well, we said it this year, we're not getting gifts, but then my brother gives gifts, and then I feel like, you know, a mean lady because I didn't get gifts. Um, so I think, you know, especially using Thanksgiving, if you are with your family, talk about expectations. Just have the conversation. You know, maybe some people enjoy getting, get, going and looking for presents. That's wonderful. Don't take the joy away, but also be realistic. You know, what does your family need and what do the people in your gift giving expect? Somewhere between needs and ex- expectations is a good conversation you can have at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I always envy those people who like have their gifts already like early in the year. Who are you people? <laughs> That's so great. I wish I was one of those people. And some people love to do it. And yeah. I, 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 want, I wish I was one of those people. <laughs> Me too. But I'm one of those people that's, you know, at Renaissance, at, <laughs> you know, December 23rd, trying to find something. Yeah, what's left? <laughs> and it's stressful. So, you know, also with finances, you know, how much is enough? You know, with, especially with children, their expectations get bigger and bigger every year. You know, what what is enough? Mm-hmm talking about that with yourself, your family, your children. Um, You know, I think a great idea, especially with big families, is to draw names. Everyone draw a name and get one gift for one person if you feel like, you know, gift giving is a part of your tradition. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. We're going to go back on the phones and talk to Madeline, who's calling us from Brandon. Hey, Madeline. Hey, um, I have a question regarding, like, I know to focus on the positives. I was listening in earlier on the show when you're like, what, just ask about, you know, things that people enjoy. And I am just wondering if there's like no common ground or if perhaps your family member is just completely different. It's an in-law. How do I avoid conflict without like just totally avoiding this person? Yeah, you don't want to ghost them, right? Right. Yeah, Thank- I don't want to seem rude. Thanks, mm-hmm. Madeline, for your call. Um, that's a great question because, you know, how can you hold boundaries up without feeling rude or or, me- or mean? Um, and I think having some phrases prepared to say when things go south, um, if they do, um, say, oh, you know, I just really don't want to talk about that during the holidays, things like that. You know, I... I want to focus on, you know, what we're doing today or even talking about old childhood memories that were were good and positive. Um, Also, when all else fails, you can put a puzzle together, do some kind of group activity that people can talk to and spend time with 
that you know that doesn't necessarily have to be conversation directed back and forth. I like that. Bust up the dominoes. Yeah. I, lo- I love a puzzle. You know, everybody can just sit around and you have great conversations, but they don't have to be hot button back and forth conversations. You know, get busy doing if you don't want to if you don't want to have a conversation with a family member. I like that one. That's a great tip. Well, I really appreciate that. Um, it's going to help me out soon. So thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Thanks for your call, Madeline. We're going to stay on the phones and talk to Wyatt, who's calling us from Hazelhurst. Hey, Wyatt. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Great. Thanks for calling. Good. Uh, this is, you know, Southern Remedy for Women, and I don't identify as a woman. It's for everyone, uh, women and those who love women. Well, it, it is apropos and uh, to perhaps a, a bit of the response to the previous caller is, you know, uh, I grew up in the South, and uh, so Christmas time or holiday time, you know, typically meant that, uh, you know, my mom or my aunts or uh, the uh, women in my family and life, in addition to everything else that they did, uh, you know, managed, you know, the uh, Christmas stuff, or my sister and I at school, you know, did the cookies for the neighbors, did the presents, did the stuff at church, put up the ornaments, decorated the house, you know, decided who was going to cook who, which house we were going to go to, you know, and my dad or my uncles, you know, if they brought in the Christmas tree, then they felt like they had, you know, single-handedly <laughs> saved the holiday season. So, since this is no longer the 70s or the 80s, uh, uh, what advice would you say you'd give the men folk as well as the women folk about uh, ensuring that the holiday season is not uh, challenged by unfair uh, workload distribution? Love your question, Wyatt. Wyatt. Thank you. You're the best caller. Oh, my gosh. What a great, what a great um, question. Because women are the holidays. You are right. They sign up. They cook. They figure out what presents, who lives where, who's getting, you know, what. Um, and and oftentimes they are overlooked when everybody's opening their presents, you know, mom sitting kind of in the background. Um, so advice to partners out there um, and sons and husbands and is ask, ask, how can I help? What would be the biggest help for you today? Ask them because they will have a list. (laughs) And I think just asking for help and saying, I'm here, tell me what to do. I'm your elf for today. (laughs) You know, um, uh, there there are times, and especially you see in movies where, you know, the wife cooks all the food and the turkey and then – the man and the husband comes in and cuts the turkey and it has all the glory when, you know, the turkey's been cooking for like two days and someone remembered to put it in the oven. Um, so you're right. There is a gender bias. And as far as the holidays go with workload, um, absolutely. So I guess the solution is um, men out there, ask what you can do to help. And what else is nice? A thank you. A thank An acknowledgement you. of the hard work. Yes, right? or like the tree looks great or oh, the holidays wouldn't be anything without you. Just acknowledgement. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, you hear that, guys. Ask her, what can I do for you? I'm, I like I like. I'm going to be the elf. Mm-hmm. That's, Tell- a, that's a better present than like jewelry. Absolutely. <laughs> and more needed. Yeah. We are talking about 
the upcoming holidays. We're in the holiday season. How are you guys coping with the holidays? Are you thinking about happy things? Or are there some things that might be stressing you out? How can we help? This is Southern Remedy for Women on MPB Think Radio, the show about addressing issues of health and wellness from a woman's perspective. I am Dr. Allie Brown. I'm your host, and I'm here today with my special guest, Dr. Megan Clapton from Mindful Therapy in Ridgeland, Mississippi, close here to Jackson. And we are talking about coping with the holidays. Holiday is a time of joy. It certainly is. And there are people that that wish the holidays were all year round, but there are many people out there who have... Uh, struggles around the time for the holidays. And even though you may be someone that loves the holidays, uh, there's almost a 0% chance that there isn't someone that you're going to encounter that actually does have a hard time with the holidays. So how can you pick up on those things and what are some skills you can use to help others? We're going to go straight to the phone lines and talk to Jenny, who's calling us from Mallard. That's a new one for me. Hey, Jenny, where's Mallard? It's Mallard. It's oh. It's uh, south of Hattiesburg and Poplarville, but north of Career and Piggy. Oh, sounds like a lovely area. Well, what's your question? It is. Well, it's actually a tip. I've, I have struggled for years, I did for years, on what to get mostly the adults in my life that mm-hmm. I cherish and value when you give me a gift. But, you know, like people acquire things and it's like, what do they need? One more thing. So I came up with an idea of, of writing um, a note at, at Christmas time and wrapping it up as a present, and they have been cherished for the last 15 years. And what I do is I, I look back and, and I grab a memory, and I've got, I've got seven brothers and sisters, so, you know, um, and parents. So, you know, it's a lot. So I, I will put, like I might say, you know, I remember, like for my father, you know, yeah, I remember one day when we drove through Presidio Park in San Diego and listened to uh, My Fair Lady, and you told me all about the story, and you even sang the songs, and it was just you and me, and it was so wonderful, and even today when I listen to My Fair Lady, I think of you, and every time I write a little memory like that, I get... I mean, they say that's the best present I got. I read it all year long. I laugh. I try to put something that is heartfelt, but also might have a little bit of humor in it, depending. I love and this it idea. Me, it costs me nothing. I mean, I keep I keep some pretty little stationery in my purse. If I'm waiting at the doctor's, I'm in a car line, whatever, I pull it out and, and write down a memory. You know, to my sister, it's like, I remember when my, you know, pet rabbit died and, and you held me and, and comforted me and told me that, that I was crying for myself more than the rabbit for all the time. But I've been a great rabbit mother, you know, things like that and, and things that they might not remember. Oh, I remember that now. Oh, I do remember that. Oh, I didn't, never thought that you would remember that. That is Aww. the sweetest thing. You know, it just, those notes tell that person that they matter and that they are noticed and that they're treasured. And I love that you give that memory as a gift. I, I, that is such a special thing. Thanks for sharing well, that tip. That was... You're welcome. It's, it's free, and my father just passed away about a month ago at 95, and we were going through his things this last week. And he had saved every one of those precious memories. Oh. So they really are things that people will cherish. 
Oh, thank you so much for your call, Jenny. That is a great a tip. Heartfelt tip. Yeah. I love that. And have happy holiday. Happy holidays. We're going to talk to Gwen now, who's calling us from Holly Springs. Hey, Gwen. Hey, I wanted to address the stress around the time changes. Uh, we won't have to go through that till spring. But anyway, um, a lot of people think that um, we're on daylight savings time because of the farmers. But it's actually the golf industry that started this whole mess because they wanted to get earlier tea times. And there are a lot of, you can Google it, there are a lot of dangers associated with changing times. Um, teenagers have more car wrecks. Adults have more heart attacks. And anyway, um, there's a move to change all this. So uh, I think we ought to all get busy and talk to our representatives about staying on standard time so we don't have to go through this twice a year. Well, I'll tell you, you can move to Arizona. They do not observe daylight savings times. Lots of golf courses there, by the way, but they do not observe daylight savings time. So it's not, it's not uniform. And that may be changing in the future, I, I think that's something we can all agree on. Yeah. Except the thing is, I think that this is the default, right? Right. The earlier. I want it to be the other way, where the sun is out later. Yes, I need the sun to be out later, whatever (laughs) that way is. But it it does affect your circadian rhythms Mm -hmm. and and how you feel. And vitamin D certainly is corollary with, you know, feeling happy. Um, So there's a a lot of science to back up. The they, fact that we need sunlight. They have those like happy lights. I actually have one at mm-hmm. my desk, you know, so you can just expose yourself to more light. I, I'm a big fan of the happy lights. Yeah. That's I'm, a great gift for the holidays. That's a great too. gift. It actually is. Oh, yeah. The, nice the uh, Senate did pass a bill to make daylight savings time permanent starting in 2023. Wow. But right. I don't know what's. We'll see if it goes down. Yeah. It they, might be. They passed a bill. I don't know if it's all set in stone yet. All but, right. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Us. Yeah. We're going to go on and talk to Charlie, who's calling us from Oxford. Hey, Charlie. Hey, y'all. Uh, thank y'all so much for having an awesome show. Um, I'm actually back visiting in Oxford. I live in New York City currently, but uh, uh, just, you know, obviously coming back for the holidays. Um, how do we set boundaries for those of us who have either older parents or parents that have a basically a to-do list of stuff for their their adult children to do like repairs mm. around the house or certain chores when some of us this is our first break or you know time to rest and relax and really all year how can we have a good dialogue between uh with our parents or loved ones that you know probably are looking forward to us coming home because they miss us but also because certain things (laughs) big around the house or lifted because they obviously can't. The gutters are full of leaves, yeah. Exactly. When I just want to sit on the couch and see what Netflix has to offer. You you need to go have lunch at Ajax. Um, Already planned. That's a great question. You know, I think, you know, and and what is your duty, right, as a son? And what is, like, what do you feel like you need to do? Um, And that brings up, the you know, that... There in therapy world, we have the S word, which is should, and we have a lot of should, should, should we, should I, should help my parents. Of course, that's there, um, and maybe it's something as simple as, okay, um, on Saturday I can get three things done. What's your top three things you need to be done? And then I'm going to take some time for me and see some of my friends and just spend time with you. I think just you know maybe having that conversation just straight up saying I'm happy to do the top five things on your list and then I'm going to go do some things for me and get them done do them early yep. 
absolutely. And that means we could all eat Ajax together. Yes. Hey, nice. That's your reward. <laughs> you know, Thanks, it, it is. It's, it's what, it, what do we owe our families? And that comes in, especially when you come back um, home for the holidays is, you know, what should you do? What what do we need to do to, for our families? You want to be helpful, but you get to also see your friends and go to Proud Larry's. <laughs> Thanks for your Happy call. Happy holiday. Thanks for your call, Charlie. We're going to talk to Rachel now, who's calling from Eupora. Hey, Rachel. My, my family saying, is from Eupora. This is, um, this is Dr. Clapton's roots. Hey, Rachel. All right. Maybe well. your cousins. Who knows? <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, wanting to say that we should not forget those people who are not able to uh, gather with their friends and family. Yes. People who, for one reason or another, uh, and it's likely to be me. And what I would love is for a neighbor to bring me a plate, you know, a paper Calling plate. you Pora neighbors. <laughs> I was about to say, you must know half of you Pora, Dr. Clapton. Come on, yeah. send her a plate. <laughs> you know, that so, is such uh, a good point, a Rachel. That. A phone call from friends, a gift in the mail, uh, a letter, uh, just not to be completely forgotten, you know? Yeah, I can imagine because people are so busy thinking about what's going to happen and -and so-and-so's coming and blah, blah, blah. That Yeah, it's easy to not think about the people who maybe don't have family around. We get distracted with our own own stuff and that there are some people that don't have family close by or have strange relationships. And, you know, I think... You know, it's wonderful and brave of you to say, "Hey, I, I want, I want, I want some connection too." So, well, you know. I'm not, uh, I'm not really uh, asking for people uh, to do that. I have neighbors and friends, and some of them uh, don't go anywhere, and we just call and uh, say hello, and That's hope wonderful. you're having a nice day. I watch movies. I have my cats and my dog. I'm not unhappy. I'm a very happy person. I don't mind being alone. That's, I'm independent not alone. And, and, you know, having having other people in your community that, you know, are alone too, just to know that you've got each other out there. Um, and right. Our, I know in our family, I, I always get excited on Thanksgiving because we always have two or three extra people um, that, you know, maybe wow. couldn't come home for the holidays or our neighbors mm-hmm. that didn't have anywhere to go. So, you know, th- this is a great reminder to people to open up the table for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank that's you, all I wanted to say. You bet. I hope Y'all you get a, a good plate. And Christmas, thank you. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. What a great run of callers. So many tips oh. and some different ways about thinking about things just, that I hadn't thought about. You know, she brought up such a good point that, you know, it's not just about family. It's about our community during the holidays. You know, giving gifts for your mailman, giving gifts for the people that in your community, the you know, your favorite barista, all of the people. The holidays are a great way to make connections with people, not just our families, but everybody you see over the year, just kind of showing that you're grateful for them. Yeah, what a great opportunity to express gratitude, right? I mean, even just personally, if not just within your own head, but then mm-hmm. to, 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 to others. You're right, because those people, particularly in retail and in food service, there's a lot of, you know, that anxiousness mm-hmm. that's around, a lot of time gets taken out on them. Absolutely. Um, so, Unfairly. yeah, it's a, it's a great time to be a little bit more generous with our people working in the service industries. And having, you know, talking about uh, what to talk about around the table at Thanksgiving is go around the table and everybody, all ages, say two things you're grateful for this year. 
That's a great way to have conversation and to really get an insight on each other and a way to celebrate and, and you know, have gratitude for this. Because, you know, the last two years has been hard. Mm-hmm. I think I hear a call to action, Dr. Clapton. Mm-hmm. Was that a call to that's action? That's a call to action. Everybody is listening today. That's what you need to do this holiday season, whether it's just you, there's two of you, mm-hmm. or there's 20 of you, to exercise gratitude and speak out what you're being grateful for. I think that's a great tip. That's what the holiday is about, is opening up to our community and being great, grateful. And we have such warm and open communities, particularly here in the South, mm-hmm. and um, just... Uh, capitalizing on that, whether it's your church community, your family community, schools, et cetera. Um, it's a great time and not to get overwhelmed. Yes. By those same communities that all have demands. Edit your to-do list. I like that. Edit your to-do list. Know how to say no and know how to ask for help. Yes. Right. That's what we talked about. Well, thank you so much for coming today. I'm looking forward to the holidays. I like it. I, I, me too. No expectations. It. It's going to be a Good to see everybody, and that's all I hope for. It's going to be a great season. I would take a few degrees warmer, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. We'll be fine. Yeah, be able to take the sheets off the Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yeah, we got it going on right now. And uh, this will be our last show for November. Next week, we're going to be enjoying Thanksgiving with our family. So for all you listeners out there from uh, Dr. Allie Brown and from Dr. Michelle Owens, we wish you a very wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Southern Remedy is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio. And funding is provided in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and support from wonderful listeners like yourself. Today's Southern Remedy was produced and engineered by Jay White, our call screener, Charles Arnold. With Dr. Megan Clapton, I'm Dr. Allie Brown. Thank you so much for being with us on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.